focus on the one thing today. So what is the one thing we look at where you go, for me, that's a no-brainer. That's going to be so easy for me to get that to market. In fact, this afternoon, tomorrow, wherever you are in the world, I could reach out to clients and I could go, hey, I've got this. Here's my launch price. A win. That's what I want for you today. The Video Presenter Show. Show what you know. Learn from experts how to transform word into great video presentations. The Video Presenter Show. Hello, welcome to the Video Presenter Show by BigView. We are here to help you transform words into impact by being the best presenter you can be. Learn valuable tips and tricks from public speakers and experts in communication. How to get your messages across more efficiently. Receive advice on everything from storytelling to social media marketing. It's time to take your presentations to the next level. Hello, everyone. My name is Tal, and I'm the product marketing manager at BigView. Thank you so much for joining us. And today we're going to talk about the best ways to commercialize your videos. And for this reason, I invited Donna Hanson, a productivity with technology specialist. And I want to welcome you, Donna, to the stage. Hello, Donna. Hi, how are you? Welcome, everyone. My turn to take over. Lovely to have you all here wherever you are in the world. And what I wanted to do today was share with you some of the ways that I've been commercializing videos that I've been using. So I'm making the assumption today that everybody on this call is already created video. You may or may not have been commercializing them. And I'm certainly going to clarify what commercializing actually actually means. Who's been using videos and, and selling them in some way? What I want to do today is share some ideas, uh, five different ways that I've used video to commercialize and make money in my business as a professional speaker, trainer and educator here in Australia. Now, some of them have been more successful than others. And a lot of that, I believe, has to do with your market and what your market is actually after. So let's go on. Why should we commercialize our videos? It's really important because as of May 2019, YouTube was uploading around 500 hours of video a minute. And I don't know about you, but my family spent a lot more screen time with the pandemic and the in and out of lockdowns around the world. And devices use are going up. People are accessing data more on mobile, hence why Big View is so fantastic, being able to record your videos as you go with a script sitting in there. And of course, you've got streaming platforms like Amazon Prime, you've got Netflix, and you've got Apple TV who are producing content like nobody's business because the consumer is hungry for more video and with hungry consumers that are locked down this is a great opportunity for small to medium businesses or entrepreneurs to share your insights to capitalize on your information and your IP on a global scale with very minimal cost and with a huge ROI it's really important before we get started, there's a couple of things I want to talk to you about. The first thing I want to talk to you about is adult education. Now, a lot of you watching today might be professional speakers where you go on stage, you deliver a presentation, and then basically you're gone. It's really hard for people to remember big chunks of stuff. 
if it was easy and if I had my way, I'd be handing out one of these, a little USB stick to all my audience, and I get them to plug it into the back of their head, like in the movie The Matrix, and everything they could ever possibly need is on this USB stick. But that's not reality. Human beings remember in small bites. So when you immerse a participant in a whole lot of information, they sometimes are confused about what it is that they need to get and what it is that they need to apply. And what one person needs won't be useful to somebody else because everybody is at different places. Wasn't it Confucius who said, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear? So sometimes what happens is the information that you're handing out or that you're imparting to your audiences might be ready for somebody, but not for the next person. So video allows your audiences to embed the learning and connect beyond your presentations. It also provides a great opportunity for you to be in lots of places and leverage your expertise. And right now, there's nothing we want more than to be able to be in lots of different places without having to leave our homes or our offices or our countries, wherever you are. So it's a great opportunity instead of the one and done sessions to truly embed your content into your audience's minds and behaviors as we move forward. So all this sounds pretty good, right? But you're probably thinking to yourself, I've got no idea where to start. You really do need to create a plan because wasn't it Winston Churchill who said, fail to plan, you plan to fail? I'm a little anal in planning and so forth. So I love to prepare this sort of information. Many of you, as I said, have probably done videos before, but before you think about commercializing videos, you need to explore a few questions. Some of the questions are, for what purpose or what's your desired outcome? Why are you using video? Are you using it to generate recurring revenue so that you can have some residual income after you do a presentation? Are you looking to sell it to a client who perhaps has staff interspersed across the country or around the world? Are you looking to use it as a low point of entry mechanism to create a lead magnet to get people to come and buy a bigger offering from you? Are you looking at it to, to act as an ongoing resource or perhaps you're just thinking about how else can I add value for my clients? These are all really good questions. You also need to ask yourself, who is this for? And realistically, it's easy to create stuff. And I don't know about you, but I've been on the receiving end of creating something putting it out to market, thinking it's absolutely fantastic and then realising nobody actually wants it. So a great colleague of mine in Australia called Winston Marsh, and I know a few people on the call today will know of Winston, always said to me, sell it first and pedal like crazy. So the motivator for getting something done is usually somebody's paid you for it. So that's one of my philosophies. So in fact, pretty much always go and create an offer and sell it to somebody before I actually start building it. And I'll give them a deadline, a date, and I'll pedal like crazy to get to that date. You need to think about, do you have an existing market for this? Is this something you're going to add on to your existing clients? Or are you looking to create a brand new market? Now, both of those things are okay, but the challenge lies in knowing that the low-hanging fruit that's sitting on your money tree is the easiest money to make rather than trying to hit a new market where maybe you're not known. So my one piece of information, if you don't remember anything more out of my session with you today, the one thing I want you to remember is do not create 
anything until you are clear why you are doing it and who is going to pay for it. And like I said, in my world, ideally, I won't create something until I've sold it. So a great advice from, like I said, one of my mentors, Winston Mark. Now, let's have a look at how you determine the format because we talked about the fact there's five different ways I'm going to be talking about how to commercialize your videos today. And sometimes determining the format is a bit of a challenge. So first, you need to identify your market and you need to have a plan. Are you going to your existing market? What are you going to do? Is it an add-on, etc.? Once you've identified your market and you have a plan, you need to think about the format. Now, when I say format, it'll be one of the five things that we're talking about today. And the format that you go for is really the quickest easiest way based upon the resources that you already have to get something to market. So I will occasionally create extra videos to support a plan of a program that I've mapped out, but I try to repurpose my content. After all, I created it. I want to leverage it as much as I can. So things like being able to repurpose a blog post into a newsletter or a video and being able to strip it out and turn it into audio or an ebook, etc. A one-hour webinar, for example, you could put on a password-protected page. So all you need to do here is focus on the one thing today. So what is the one thing we look at where you go, for me, that's a no-brainer. That's going to be so easy for me to get that to market. In fact, this afternoon, tomorrow, wherever you are in the world, I could reach out to clients and I could go, hey, I've got this. Here's my launch price. Are you in? That's what I want for you today. So what we're going to do now is we're going to have a look at five different ways you can turn your videos into products to sell. So five different ways. So grab a pen and paper if you haven't already. So let's talk about the first one. The first one is autoresponders. Are you doing an email newsletter, a regular email newsletter to clients? Are you doing email newsletters to your database on a regular basis? Because if you are, this is one of the easiest ways to leverage the information that you already have. So first of all, what is an autoresponder? If you're sending your clients a regular e-newsletter or an e-zine, you have the opportunity to market into an autoresponder series. So let me give you an example. You could have an autoresponder series as something that stands alone, or you could support it to a presentation, or you could have an annualized license. Now, I've done all three of these. So for example, my area of expertise is in productivity with technology. So I once created an annual program that took 52 video tips on how to do things in Word and Excel. And I got a virtual assistant to plug it all into my email newsletter software and I pre-sold it. So before I got my virtual assistant to do that, I pre-sold it and I said, January 1, this is what we're doing for 12 months. And I think I sold it for about $150. And the response was huge. So something as simple as that. If you haven't already got a newsletter, that's just a sidebar and probably something you should look at doing because the more people you have on your database, the better. So that's autoresponders. That's number one. So number two is online courses. Now, everybody will have heard of Udemy. 
Are some of you already doing online courses? So I've created short courses that I've sold to school administrative staff that has a workbook and maybe 40 videos that I already had that I just changed some words in a workbook and I changed it from related to something a little more school related. So just change the language a bit, launch that as a course and pre-sold that before I even started putting everything together. So the key will be working out which of the five things are most relevant to you based upon the material you've got. So you need to evaluate how quickly you could get an autoresponder done or would it be quicker for you to create an online course. So often the easiest sell is to your mailing list. So if you already have an email list and a newsletter, you're a few steps ahead. That will help you fast track things a bit more. If you haven't, that's probably the first thing you need to work on. However, that doesn't preclude you from doing any of these things. So the second was online courses. And I've got quite a few on different websites. They're also sometimes branded to clients so that particular clients can go in, maybe use a coupon code and I could sell them as a bulk sale. The third thing is password protected pages. Now, I love this, especially for corporates. So this one has, and the others, but this one's made me more money, a lot more money in recent times. So a lot of my corporate clients will do webinars like we're doing now. And there'll be a fee for the webinar. So they'll pay the fee for a webinar. But at the same time, when I'm putting my proposal in, I'll offer up some add-on options. So I'll offer up the option for a 30-day access to the recording or a 60-day access to the recording or a 90-day access to the recording. I used to give them the recording, never anymore, always be in control of your own IP as best you can because I know there are a lot of people out there who you can trust, but there's also a lot that you can't. And I know I can rely 100% on myself. So I want to make sure that everything that I share with my clients, I have control over when I can take it back and they can't reuse it without paying for it. So at the moment, I'm getting great success with some corporate clients around having password protected pages on my website. So I give the client a web address and a password and their team log into that page and when they go in it has the webinar perhaps that I've done and the supporting workbook so it means that their staff can go in at any time and 30 days they get or 60 days or 90 days and I price point that accordingly and my analogy to that is not everybody can be on the live presentation and the beauty of doing virtual presentations in today's world is the fact that we can record them just like that and make them on resources. So giving a finite period of time encourages people to access them, but it also reminds them that opportunity is getting taken away in a short period of time. So it's really great for getting in a corporate world. So is anyone using password protected pages for their clients to share, whether it be videos or workbooks, etc. So that's three things so far. So we've had autoresponders, online courses and password protected pages. We've got a couple of people saying no might be something that you look at now because it is quite easy to do. You just need something in there and potentially you could even sell this to individuals. So it's a really great idea and really easy. On to the fourth one because I don't know about you, but I could probably talk for ages about this sort of stuff. And if Tal let me, I'd probably go for weeks, but we haven't got that much time. So I'm up to number four. 
So number four is a membership site. Now, a membership site sometimes can be a little challenging to do depending on how much content you have. So for example, I have a range of video clips that how to do things in Word and Excel, and I put them into a membership site that people can go to and on an annualized basis, they get access to all those resources. Now, you're probably thinking to yourself, why would somebody buy that? They can go to YouTube and get all the information they need. That's quite right, but in a corporate sense particularly, you don't want your staff going to YouTube and looking for how to do something in Word or Excel because they're going to find a million, maybe more than a million things there. You don't want them going there because they'll find these million things, and I don't know about you, but I get a bit distracted sometimes by different things So you go to YouTube, you look for something and then you look at your watch half an hour later and you realise, oh my goodness, where's the time gone? It's very easy to get distracted. You've got a central resource, particularly in an organisation that's a membership site. You go in and everybody's getting the same information at the same time and they're able to access it and things can be written to encourage them to share their ideas and insights. Or it could be something in the case of one of the membership sites I've got, people buy in as an individual and use it as a resource to their business. So membership sites, you could have them on a monthly basis or you could have them on an annualised basis. I prefer annualised because it's easy to take the payment once and then you don't have to follow up if you've got issues with credit cards or you don't have to get one of your team to follow up if you've got issues with credit cards. Okay, so on to our fifth one. So our fifth one is physical slash virtual products. So let me talk to you about this. One of my mentors, Winston Marsh, that I mentions about lumpy mail. So people often like things in the mail because it's so unique. We get so many emails these days, it's just easy to push delete. But getting a physical product or something that you can print out and look at is really great. So I've done ebooks like you can see one here that I've called virtual to valuable it's about converting information that you do online into recordings and things that you can sell or do stuff with and uh, I created videos I create videos out of my ebooks so if I've written an ebook I can talk to camera and uh, upload a script like using Big View record a video and uh, have that as an additional support resource Because one of the other things about adult education is not everybody learns the same way. So some people like to watch, some people like to read information, some people like to go and try things out, and others just like to ponder on it, to think about it for a little while and work out how that applies to them. So I can talk out my eBooks. The book there that I've got, Control, Alt, Delete, Reboot Your Productivity, that's a physical book that I have. And basically one of the mechanisms I used video for that is I've created a point so that when people buy the book, there's a code in the book that they can put into a website and it unlocks access to some additional support videos. So There's a little badge on the front of the book that says there's videos valued at $147 and resources. So there's some checklists that I've created and put together as a value add. So it really hasn't cost me more, but I've repurposed a lot of information. And the third thing you'll see there is that the old USB stick, you can put information on a USB stick and you can send that out in lumpy mail to people or you could have it as downloadable files. 
The challenge with any of those sort of options, not the video resource library for the book, but the USB and the one-time download is that's it. It's one and done. So you can only sell it once and people have access to it permanently. Whereas with a membership site, an online course, a password-protected page or autoresponders, there's a finite time that you control. So the life of the product is limited based upon what it is that you want. The book, for example, I use that and get people onto my database. So I know the people that have bought the book and they put in the code, it unlocks everything for them. That's the five things that I wanted to share. So the last thing I wanted to do is just share with you what next. So all great ideas, you'll be able to go back and watch the recording and get some ideas and insights. Here's a couple of things that I'd love. First of all, I've put together a resource for you. So it's a 50-page ebook that also has an evaluation matrix that you can put in some details, what you have and what level of information you have that might be best served for each of the five different things that we've talked about today. So you can work out where is the easiest point of entry for you or the low-hanging fruit. There's some sample spreadsheets for the autoresponders and that'll show you how I lay out my autoresponders. The ebook also contains information on all the resources I use as well as step-by-step instructions for setting up courses, some of the resources that I use and a lot more detail than I can go into here. There's a QR code there if you're interested in purchasing that, $49 until the end of January for people watching this webinar and then it goes up to $179. So that'll be the normal price so it's currently sitting at 49 us dollars if that can help you if you'd like to keep in touch go to my website subscribe i have two free regular e-newsletters that help improve your productivity and of course i'd love to have you follow me on social media so i hope you found our time together useful and informative and that it's given you some insights to take away and that you can now start commercializing your videos. So there we go, back to you, Tel. Thank you, Donna. Thank you so much for the workshop. I want to thank all of you for coming and of course you, Donna, for an interesting workshop. I think all of us learned a lot. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Bye everyone, have a good day. The Video Presenter Show is an interactive space for entrepreneurs, business owners, marketers, and anyone who wants to improve their presentation skills. Big View is your TV studio in your pocket. The video presenter show. Show what you know. Learn from experts how to transform words into great video presentations. The video presenter show.